Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071 on this hump, hump, hump day, and we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. We've got some Hollywood news. What should we expect this hour? Well, let's start with um, last night there was a red carpet for Asteroid City. Oh, yeah. This is the Wes Anderson film that's got a Lollapalooza of stars uh, headed by Scarlett Johansson, Jeff Goldblum, Maya Hawk, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Bill Murray, yes, Lot, Jason Schwartzman, Adrian Brody, Diane Argren from Glee, mm-hmm. Darren Chris. And so the red carpet, Graham posted that for us. But Scarlett Johansson, she needs to fire her stylist. I just have to say <laughs> that the, she's wearing a Caroline, Caroline Herrera dress. And it's sort of a dress that... You know, it's a halter top. It's ruched at the thighs. It gathers out and goes down like a long mermaid. And then there's, for some reason, a lopsided rosette. Not in the middle of the dress, but sort of the side, like a third boob. Yeah. It's It's weird. It's bad. It's weird. It's bad. I I get it. It's weird. But they're saying, critics are saying, Asteroid City is Wes Anderson's best film in the past decade. And it... In the last decade, his four films were Moonrise Kingdom, which was great. Francis McDormand, you know, kind of a coming of age thing. Isle of Dogs. I love it. And that's animated. That is a great movie. If people want to watch it, I think it's on Netflix. The Grand Budapest Hotel, which Which I never saw. Which was, I, it was okay. Casey saw it. And then The French Dispatch, which I never saw. So anyway, but the critical acclaim Asteroid City got at the Cannes Film Festival you know, I don't know, uh, but a lot of people are in this um, movie. So take a look at the red carpet uh-huh. and Scarlett, fire your stylist. You're so funny. It's kind of fun seeing her smile, though. She's with Colin Joe's holding oh. hands. They look really happy. Yeah, they do look happy. Feels, and she was signing autographs. Yeah. I saw the. That yeah. just kind of feels fun. Yeah, we like that. that she's happy. Now let's get to. Just did we have any idea of the petty vindictiveness of Kevin Costner? He is really he's hurt. That's what I'm summing it up to. He is hurt and was caught off guard. I like your take. Okay, but who would have thought just to um, who would have thought that a marriage. That was an ultimatum marriage because Christine dated Kevin for six years before they got married. They've been together 24 years or something, but. There, when they got married, there were rumors of Kevin sexually assaulting a masseuse on his and Christine's Scottish honeymoon. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, that was not good. Mm-hmm. And um, so, anyway, Kevin and Christine are really, I mean, Kim Zolciak and Croy, don't worry, you're still on the top of the messy yeah, divorce pile. But. Christine's filing, as you said, did seem to come as a complete surprise for Kevin based on the things that his representative even had people say. And um, 
and because you know he didn't sleep around and no. he didn't impregnate anybody no. on the set. That was a rumor that was out there. But now that the ball's rolling, the couple's prenup states that Christine is supposed to vacate all three of the homes. Yep. That Kevin, they're in his name within 30 days. And Kevin wants her out, and he asked the court yesterday to get her out of the house. And um, now he's just straight up going for eviction. Laura Wasser has spoken on the record about it. I mean, he is Can playing I ask you hardball something? dirty. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Because we read last week that he leveraged his own properties. It doesn't matter. Well, all I'm wondering is if... Maybe no. he sold one of them. No, he, he's being petty and vindictive because she is saying, I want a divorce because you are never home or whatever the reasons are. Um, I mean, you spend 25 years, you have three minor children together, and you're going to run to court to evict her? It's, it's and the school year just got out? Here's me. It's unusual. And the pre- I can't stick up for you right now, Kevin. I I'm know. trying. I'm trying. Yeah. And, um, yes, he really did not have a prenup in the first one, so he paid a lot of money. This prenup had, the clause was, in case of a divorce, all of the homes are solely owned by Costner, and he would, she would have to vacate all of their residences within 30 days. That was in That was in the prenup. Back. Yeah, that was in. And here's my... Mm-hmm. I can't, I Here's can't. what Laura Wasser wrote in the declaration. Um, uh is that Laura Wasser, who, who, um, who's got, yeah, that's Kevin's attorney. And she, in court paper, said Christine is disputing the premarital agreement stating that he doesn't have to pay spousal support. That was in the prenup. Oh, okay. Boy, I, it's interesting. She, she had a crappy prenup. She had a horrible prenup. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's interesting that it wasn't even like, and she's in the Montecito home. Mm-hmm. That's where the kids go to school. Yep. And he is also accusing her of taking ninety five thousand dollars for from his bank account and a credit card to pay for her legal team. Yes. Um, and uh, he wants to have an out of court settlement. But I think Christine should follow her lawyer's advice and try and fight some of this stuff. He's worth $350 million. Yeah, I know. You know, um, his kids are 13, 14, and 16. So he wants the court to enforce the prenup agreement. That's a hard, it's just a hard one to stomach, you know? It, is. it really is just a hard one and to I stomach. And I know, Kevin, you feel bad because you paid $80 million to Cindy. That That's what I was saying. But, yeah. you know, you were you were cheating on Cindy. You're just, you're so charming. Mm-hmm. People were throwing themselves at you. But that one really surprised me. Um, You know. It really, it really did. Digging into the court. It really, really did. Details. And this is on the other side of the uh, toss. And we were just talking about um, Miriam... Margolis the other day and wondered if Arnold Schwarzenegger ever apologized for farting in her face because <laughs> Miriam, who people know from Harry Potter, the British yes. actress. Oh, yes. yes. She, in her memoir that came out like last year, <laughs> she, it was hilarious. She's filmed with everybody and yeah. there was a story about how she was doing a scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he farted right in her face 
I never even acknowledged it. But she is on, she is in a uh, the Pride issue for British Vogue, and she's sitting at a table wearing nothing but a pearl necklace and pearl earrings and maybe a little tiara, and then pieces of orange and walnut cake are covering her boobs. You know what reminds me? Isn't of, that a great? It picture? reminds me of the Calendar Girls. Yes, it totally reminds me of that. That's a great movie, people. If you need a feel-good movie, yeah, that really is. Oh. We also know her from the Age of Innocence. Yes, we do. And she's got huge knockers, and um, she she played Professor Pomona Sprout. Mm-hmm. She the, has huge knockers. knockers. Well, when you see the cover, you I can see, see it. I she's see got that. huge knockers. Oh, yeah. I When I first opened up the article, it was kind of scrolled down, and as I saw her just nice smiling face, and then I scrolled up, and bam! And it's their pride issue, and nice. um, Janelle Monet and Rina Sawameya, and she said, I never, she told uh, British Vogue, I never had any shame about being gay or anything. I knew it wasn't criminal because it was me. I couldn't be criminal, but when I came out as a lesbian in 19... 19- 66, you know, she said, um, her, her, it hurt my parents and I didn't want to hurt them, but right. I just had to be who I was. Right. So, anyway, um, the Miss Fisher murder mystery star met her current partner, Heather, on the set of a BBC radio drama, and they've been together for 54 years. Wow. Miriam lives Good in London her. and her partner lives in Amsterdam. How perfect is that? Anyway, it's a cute picture. That is really a cute picture. It is. is. It's a cute picture. I want people to um, send us emails about about new shows that Lori and Casey can watch. Oh, (laughs) anybody? I'm looking, but I'm looking it up because um, you got yeah. You want a good, juicy, meaty, not quirky, funny one. You want like. Detective uh, Espina. I feel like that's yeah, what you want. I really do like that. Did you guys ever finish Rabbit Hole? Did anyone yes, finish Rabbit Hole? Yes. Loved, loved that. That is a wild show. Loved that. If you that. watch like The Diplomat, The Night Agent, you're kind of needing something yep. in that genre. I thought that was so good. This so, is one Keisha. that we've talked about, but I don't know if any of us have watched yet. Class of 09. You haven't oh, yeah. oh, I haven't. It's on I Hulu. watched it. I watched it. We talked about it one day. Either you were gone. One of you were gone, but I, like it? I binged it. Fantastic. Okay. It's a fun, especially for the female audience, because it's an all-girls school yeah. that gets, remember, it's like a, yes. it's an apocalyptic thing where all of a sudden they're at their high school reunion. Yeah. And they're stuck on an and island. they're stuck on an island and they have to survive. And but some, you liked it. I thought it was hysterical. It's really, there's a really funny comedic side to it and a serious side to it as well. But it's 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 worth the watch. Lily and I binged it in two nights. All right. It's great. It's a, it's a good, fun, easy, quick watch. You'll like it. And I always say I like things, but this one is really good. Okay. That's a good one. Well, Lori, I'm going to... You're going to you have know. to give me your password. I, I'm writing down, literally, shows for you guys to watch because you're bored. Um, and I'm trying to find ones because, you know, this is going to happen to us. Because if there's no writers, there will be no new shows coming. Yeah, no. It's, this is going to be an gonna issue. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a it, thing. It happened in the last writer's strike, too. <laughs> this is we good. had had shows that got wrecked, that went off the air. I'm going to recommend... Pushing Daisies was a yeah, result. That show... Um, I'm going to recommend card playing. There you go. My friend just got me a card shuffler, mm-hmm. an nice. automatic one. Why are you bad at shuffling? No, it was just such a funny gift because yeah. she had one and I was playing with it because it was like, this is so fun. Oh, yeah. But um, we're going to have to take That's a That's one things. of the good things I am as an, as an auntie, a fun tea. I always teach the kids how to shuffle. Mm-hmm. I said, I've met got people to who don't know how, how to, shuffle. to shuffle and make a bridge. 
And make a bridge. You got to do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how Grant, do you know how to shuffle and make a bridge? Oh, absolutely. But there are a lot of people who don't. Well, you just have to show kids. You just have to. My grandma and I used to play cards all the time when she, whenever she was babysitting. And she sat there and taught me because if we were going to play, we had to properly shuffle. And yeah, it was just. Oh, and then when you got it. Oh, it's like whistling. You just oh, you can't stop. Yeah. You're like, OK, I, this I'm, is I'm so an adult easy. Yeah. And when you were able to stack cards like sideways and make card houses, that yeah. was an art. Yeah, I taught I the Bozeman kids a couple of years ago mm-hmm. how to shuffle. I was absolutely appalled at what they were doing. They don't play cards. Well, but we were playing cards, and the way that I said, "Don't you guys know how to shuffle? You're in high school," and they're like, "No, what's wrong with you? <laughs> don't you know you should know this by now?" All right, let's go. Grant, we're going to come back and yes. Hey, gang, we love Furniture Manor, and know you will too. You know, if you right now, I think a lot of people are looking. I know in our house, my heavy hurt is back. So the ergonomically correct Akronis chair is everything. They are so and if, nice. And if you've never sat in one, they're um, they're weightless. They make you feel like you don't have any pressure on the pressure points of your body where sometimes it hurts to sit. It's just kind of like a game changer. They also have a ton of the writing desks, you know, the new desks, because people are continuing to work at home, plus sectionals. Great artwork and occasional pieces for your entryway. Whatever it is, they've got it and they have excellent pricing. They're located just two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo and online at Furniture Manor. Everyone there has a design background. Tell them the girl sent you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right. Guess who showed up for their dirt alert today? Me. Is it Grant? That's it. Oh, Grant. Grant is here. Oh, Grant. All right. Well, let's get into some dirt surrounding Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. Now, we learned earlier today that Croy is being sued by BMW for unpaid payments towards his Rolls, $400,000 Rolls Royce. But there's a lot more surrounding their divorce right now that we need to bring to your attention. So right now, Kim is slamming Croy for harmful um, abuse. And she's saying that she has suffered mental abuse from all of his um, just constant, constant berating. Okay, so this is now this is in court documents. Um, court has all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Croy, excuse me, has said that all four of their kids need protection from Kim because of her actions. And then she has now talked to People Magazine through her lawyer. And now her lawyer has said that it's really sad the way Croy is causing our divorce to play out in the media like this because it could have 
been a profound effect. It could have a profound effect on our children in the long run. Now, this is what. And I'm going to tell them that is true. When parents fight out loud like this, it's painful. They're being ridiculous. They're adults. Get it together. They're both. They're both. Get it together. Exactly. Get it together. We understand you hate each other, but figure out what to do what's best for your kids. They're not going to. This is going to be They're immature. They both feel very immature to me. It's going to get immature. And I could continue to go on with more about this, but I don't need to read all the bit. But it goes on to say that she has. Kim has endured years of mental health, uh, mental abuse due to him berating her. And then he claims that he's being abused because she berates him in front of the kids without any regard. Okay, here's the big deal. This is the berating. They ran out of money. Yes, that's right. They ran out of money Mm -hmm. and they had to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't like each other. No. That's a very, very, very Drag of Dragoroskis. Well, and like you said, Bierman additionally requested that two people from a local mediation group immediately look into the alleged gambling abuse and reckless driving that Kim does. And he also, in another, in addition to this other court case, he has now requested that there be a legal guardian, because like I said earlier, he be the legal guardian because she continues to yell at him in front of the kids without any concern for the kids and what they're seeing. So. Oh, These two are exhausting. So is she? How old are they, Lori? I think... Mid-30s, I believe. No, no the no, little... No, they've no. got two got sets. Oh, the kids. kids. I've got them all right here. There's Croy, who's 11, their yeah. son Croy, there's, and then there's Cash, who's 10, and then their twins, Kia and Kane, are 9. Yeah. Fifth, fourth, third grade. Is she, is she, is she? Icky yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. Very, That's very mean icky. and naughty and grow up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So... And yeah. by going to the media like this, like they're both doing... So this you, is going to hurt you in the long run, getting jobs and getting other things. They could also be talking because maybe they're sh- giving pictures and they're getting paid. They got the, the lawyers are not going to let you do a divorce on a credit card. No, and according <laughs> okay. to Ann Tressler, that is a great point. They also make sure you aren't on social media. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, we shall see. This one's definitely going to play out over the next few months for sure. Don't and worry, Kevin. Croy and uh, Kim have got the lock on the messy divorce. You try, you get you get some more money to Christine, Good, good call. Good she call. runs out. Yes, yes. Let's keep that one nice and clean. We like you, Kevin. We don't want any, uh, any blemishes there. Let's go over to uh, some news surrounding Rust. Have you guys heard about this and the allegations towards... Oh. Th- this, is, this one's a little I dicey. I saw this on yes. GMA this all morning. Right. Yes. What did they... So all right, tell right us. Now, prosecutors are saying that Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, which was the armor at the time, was most likely hung over when she loaded the live bullet into the revolver that the actor used. Now, the Santa Fe District Attorney claims, and this is all got according to TMZ, that a show someone on the show witnessed her drinking and smoking the night before and on a regular basis throughout this whole process. So now that they are reaching, not, not, not reaching, but they're claiming that this had carried over into the next day and affected the way she did her job. Of course. Yes. And this is a continue and basically saying that this is a continuous behavior. Something needs to be looked into it. Now her attorneys are saying that they're reaching and that this is far fetched. Obviously, they're going to go back and forth about this. Well, but she's already been charged with involuntary manslaughter. So it'll be up to a jury. It's going to be up to a jury, exactly. And another thing, now this is a report from TMC, but this this caught me off guard. Um, prosecutors also expect to decide within the next 60 days whether to recharge Baldwin, depending on the results 
They're not going to recharge him. Expert. They're not going to recharge. Especially him. since the civil lawsuit was taken care of and everything's been moved on and mo- and they're moved on completely with the family. Yeah, I mean, how a live round made it onto the set is just unbelievable. And uh, but I just think nothing. You know, that was not part of uh, Alec Baldwin's uh, repertoire when he made westerns. He did not ever look. He was not like George Clooney. He did not check the chamber. No, he just trusted. Yep. That yeah. was not in that was not in his best judgment, but it looks like that. Uh, like you said, this is going to be up to a jury, and they will determine where mm-hmm. and what happened, and we will see when that comes out. But um, I'm going to move over to right now. To I'm just going to give you guys uh, the most watched TV sheer- series of 2020, 2022, and 2023. And okay. I want you to see if there's a trend here. Now, this is according to the Nielsen ratings, which is the big ratings industry or big ratings company in our industry and the television world. Is it going to be a football game? Number one. Yes. Sunday Night Football was number one. Okay. Number two, Yellowstone. Number three, Monday Night Football, another football show. Four, we got our crime procedural, NCIS. Five was FBI. Six, football again, Thursday Mm -hmm. Night Football. Number seven, here's a comedy. Young Sheldon actually made the list. Love that. Yes. And then Chicago Fire, number eight, again, another crime type show. Number nine, Blue Bloods, which we we talk about a lot Mm -hmm. on the show. And number 10, another comedy, Ghosts. So only two shows. Ghosts is a great show. But I figured Abbott Elementary would have been in that top 10 with all of this. But uh, maybe it's just like. 12 or something but they yeah. cbs sunday morning had a great story on the with the cast of ghosts oh, and the creators i've never that watched that please do yeah all right you i might will laugh you'll mm-hmm. love it it's it's perfect the cast is perfectly done the chemistry is beautiful and it is a very very funny show yeah you'll like clever. it i clever i watch it i love it but i just found it interesting that only two comedies made the top 10 dominated by football and then crime shows for the yeah. most part so yeah. we love our what is this quarterback trailer that you posted okay this today? looks good yeah. Grant. yeah so this is on netflix this is kind of like full swing and what's the tennis show that they have um Mind the net. Mind the net. Yeah, so I don't know. They're gonna I follow. just made that up. Okay, <laughs> I don't know either. I don't watch it. But they 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 started on Netflix to do these shows where they follow athletes around from start to finish. And this one is called during Co- a season. During a season. This is quarterback. It's going to focus on three quarterbacks: Marcus Mariota of the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons, the one and only Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City, mm. and then our quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Ugh. Minnesota Vikings. Why they include him? Because it, he's likable. He's people. very likable. He's uh, likable to people. They like him. A ton. Yeah. yeah. He, and when you see the. Why you, doesn't he do better if he gets paid all that money? I don't understand. <laughs> because you can be likable and still not be a good athlete. Okay. All right, <laughs> but I guess. He's a very good, good man at, at home. And that's why I think they took him because he let them into the home the most. He did. There, it's a cute trailer if you want to watch it. Yes. Yes. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Lori here for Learning Our Acts. And we are uh, so happy that we have worked with Learning RX the number of years that we have because we really, it is just so wonderful when we get the emails and testimonials and just find out how they're really making a difference in getting kids excited about school, becoming readers. And, uh, you know, a lot of times parents will try tutoring and you try all these other things, but if you really truly want to help your kid get caught up and up to speed, Reading is the number one thing that brings kids to learning our acts, and their program is powerful because it's the science of reading with cognitive training, getting to the root causes of reading and learning issues. And on average, uh, the peer reviewed study that was just published like last month 
but an average four-year gain. That's amazing. In less than a year. Call right now to set up your eye-opening assessment. It was a scandal. Vintage scandal. Quite the scandal. Quite the scandal. Well, this one, I, I, it just kind of came to me that this might be an interesting one to explore. Last week, when the news came out um, about Bill Murray possibly having a relationship with milkshake singer Kalis, not Kellis, as I called her. Mm-hmm. Well, and you Kalise. were adamant, as yeah. we called her Kalad. Yeah, Kalis. <laughs> I think we were at Bur- El Burrito Mercado when we, we found were. out about we this. We did. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I wonder what. I- what is the deal with Bill Murray's love life? Is there any scandalous uh, things there? Because I kind of went down a rabbit hole cool. of watching. You know, like he was, he was fine looking when he he was fine when he did that lounge lizard oh, act and on SNL. And, yeah, yeah, there was. Stripes. I thought it was sexy. He had a sexiness. Swagger. Yeah, sexy swagger. Ghostbusters, he was a straight, that was what he was. He was kind of like a womanizing man. And he'd make you, if he'd make you laugh too. And let me tell you, he does have a, he does have a, um, quite the, Quite the love life. Rap sheet of love. Oh, yeah. He's got a good rap sheet of love and with uh, raising eyebrows with his relationship choices. So (laughs) he married his first wife in 1981. So peak SNL. Yeah. At at 4.30 at 4.30 in the morning in Vegas. Love it. And um, she was um, she had no idea. Margaret Kelly. They were married for five years and she was a talent coordinator, and they married during the filming of Stripes. And they tied the knot, like I said, at 4.30 in the morning. She had no idea they were getting married. She thought they were driving through the San Fernando Valley in search of a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> okay. And she said, I was really going to get mad and pick a fight with them. And I thought, oh, hell, let's just do it. And he had this thing planned out. And I thought, I'll just go with it. Then they had a second ceremony with friends and family in Chicago. They were married for 15 years, and they had two sons, okay. Homer, yes, who's now who's a, a restaurateur, yep. and Luke, who's a basketball coach. Okay. And she was married to him through some of his most prominent movies, Ghostbusters, Ed Wood, Tootsie, Scrooged, What About Bob? And then she worked in real estate and launched her own home Good store, but their relationship um, did not work out because he had trouble being faithful. Okay. So he had an affair with costume designer Jennifer Butler on 1993's Groundhog Day. Oh. And I love that movie. Yeah. And he went on to marry Jennifer. And he and Margaret split up because he, you know, he you know, was cheating on her and he mm-hmm. couldn't take it anymore. So they broke up. So he marries Jennifer Butler. They were married from 1997 until 2008. And she was the costume designer on Groundhog Day. Okay. And she also worked on like Firestarter and Last of the Mohicans. And although the relationship started out as an affair, they did stay together for more than 10 years. And during their relationship, their marriage. They had four sons. He's Please got six, six sons. sons. He is Caleb, wow. who's 30, Jackson, 27, Cooper, 26, Lincoln, 22. But that came crashing down when Jennifer filed for divorce in 2008. 
And she accused him of adultery, domestic violence, and addiction to sex, alcohol, and pot. And the divorce papers claim that um, he hit her in the face uh, in in 2007. And she also said in her divorce papers that Bill Murray would travel overseas to have affairs. She had a restraining order against him. She alleged that he made her and the kids leave their two and a half million dollar house in Charlton, South Carolina, because of his behavior. Murray's lawyer didn't ever comment on the allegations, Mm -hmm. but just said that Bill was deeply saddened by the breakup of the marriage. And um, that same year that Bill and Jennifer broke up, a neighbor called police on St. Patrick's Day because Jennifer got drunk. And two of her kids ran over to the neighbor's house. She was so out of control. And anyway, no one was ever charged. They went their separate ways. He told the Orange County Register um, the collapse of his second marriage was the worst thing that ever happened to him in his whole life. And she died unexpectedly in January of 2021 at the age of 54. Oh, no. And didn't say why. What she died of, her obituary read, those that knew her will remember an extraordinarily kind and generous person, an absolute spitfire, and a fiercely loyal mother. Because those boys are, you know, they're 30 and under. Yeah. And um, anyway, and the the story was about how my, or or how Bill Murray and uh, Khalees connected is that they're bonding over their shared relatively recent bereavements for Murray. It was the sudden passing of his ex-wife Jennifer because they stayed in contact because of the boys. It'd be tragic. And Khalees, her husband, Mike Mora was died or diagnosed with cancer in 2021, six months or a stomach cancer. And he died six months later at the age of 37. So, um, even though there's this big age gap between the two of them, this is what is being said that they have bonded over the fact that they both have lost somebody, yeah, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know if I necessarily believe that, but um, I thought I bet Bill Murray really had a lot of women throwing themselves. At oh, him. of course. He was funny. Yeah, and you what's know, the old saying? Uh, people are only as faithful as their opportunities. If you're really a jaded if, person, if you are, yeah, you know. But mm-hmm. like that's that's why, like you know, don't date rock stars, athletes, right? People, people with too much opportunity, actors, maybe too, someone too good looking. <laughs> and he was surprisingly good looking when I was going down this rabbit hole. He of was Bill Murray. no, we I, he was always one to kind of have a little crush on. He owned the uh, Simple Saints for a while. Doesn't he still? I don't know if he still does. Okay. That's something I still, I don't know, Grant. The I minor know. league ball, I don't know if I don't he's know. still involved with the St. Saint Paul Saints. Who, uh, Bill, Bill Murray? Murray? No, he's no, not involved. He's but out of he, it. he was an owner at one point. Yeah, time. he was. His at biggest one point. thing that sports wise that he was involved in, I think his son played for Vanderbilt or something like that. And he's always at like March Madness and okay. things like that. But no, he is no longer an owner of the Saints. Yeah. I mean, he's the father of six boys. He I is shooting not know nothing that. but male sperm. <laughs> A bunch you know? of little Murrays running around. Yeah. Yes, no kidding. And um, anyway, and so, you know, he, I think Bill Murray is also in that asteroid city. He is in asteroid city, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I, originally when it aired at Cannes yes. Film Festival, people said, ugh. But now I've kind of read some reviews and they say, ugh. Maybe it's good. So we'll see. So, yeah. Tomato, I, tomato. And, the, you know, there were allegations that Bill was kind of, you know, he's the like inappropriate on the set. And of Aziz Ansari's film. Yes. And, and But I'm just trying to figure out if that's come back or not because they, they paused everything. No. But I don't think they ever started filming again after that. No. Because of all this. It, 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 yeah, it was shut down. Movie says it was shut down. So it looks well, like it, he was supposed to play a motel manager in Asteroid City, but he dropped out due to COVID and was placed by Steve Carell. Oh, oh so he it had nothing to do with the accusations against okay. him. He was sick with COVID because he has been, I guess, in all of Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson's movies, except for Bottle Rocket, which was Wes Anderson's debut film. There you go. He's a Wes Anderson staple. And, He's making that clear that, um, yeah, the Aziz Ansari movie, Being Mortal. Yep, Being Mortal, yeah. Um, a female crew member accused Murray of straddling and kissing her through the mask, and Murray paid $100,000 to yep. settle the complaint. Bill said he was being jestful, while the much younger woman said it was entirely sexual, and she was horrified. So... He and he addressed it with CNBC. He said, yeah. I did something I thought was funny, it wasn't taken that way. The movie studio wanted to do the right thing, so they wanted to check it out. They investigated, they stopped the production. It's been quite an education for me. Plus, he himself wrote out a check for hundred thousand dollars. And from what it sounds like right here, as of February 27th, 2023, Aziz and Sorry Being Mortal will finally not be completed. So. Think of how pissed he is. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Anyway, so Billy, 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 Billy. Billy. I hope, Bill, you are having a lovely love affair with Khalees, and she uh, enjoys your company for as long as she wants to. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, perfectly said. Yeah, perfectly said. All right, we'll come back with the rest of the headlines. All right, everybody, go to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. Summer travel is it's here. In- I was telling Brittany about this on um, Monday about the Terminal Two. Because she's like, you know, I don't have TSA pre-check. And I'm like, well, if you're flying out of Terminal 2 this summer, you can reserve your spot. It's called, you go to MSP Airport first, and then you just look under, it's called MSP Reserve, and it's just at Terminal 2. Yeah. But you can, up to 10 people, you can reserve your time in line, and it will show you. In the security line. Yeah, the security line. So you put in your airline, your date, and then the available time. So it's just like peace of mind knowing that you've reserved a spot. And you can skip to the front of the line when your time is. I mean, so you don't have to worry the stress. Oh, my God, I'm not going to make it through security. And yeah, time. and they've got a different line, yeah. I think, for MSP reserves. So it is because there's a lot of families traveling out of Terminal yes. 2. And so it's a very good, unique program. Go to MSPAirport.com for all the info. Here we are, people. We're back. We're back. A guy in France uh, is going to jail for eight months after stealing and selling Taylor Swift's Speak Now re-release the record before it's out. For how long? Eight months? Eight months. Wow. It's the July 7th is the, re, is the release date of Taylor's version of Speak Now. And... Um, yeah, this worker at the French branch of MPO Vinyl Pressings came upon many albums, stole 10 of them, and tried to sell them online before he was caught. 
Of now, course, stupid uh, criminal. That yeah. is, that kind of is. Isn't it? Yeah, you know, tomorrow we're going to be broadcasting live at the Gay 90s on yes. 4th and Hennepin. There's parking right next door. But there's also a big oh. parking lot um, at the <laughs> Public Library, downtown Minneapolis, which is Kitty Corner. We are going to have a lot of people on our show. Grant Whitaker, our fashion catalyst, will come on to tell us summer do's and don'ts. Yes. We're going to have we Mercedes is yeah. going to be on from RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race. and Maybe gonna... Grant will run a little mini Grand School of Girls oh, if you need to learn how to walk in I case you're going to be in a fashion show. Or... It's so funny. But they're <laughs> also, um, we've got a pair of Sam Tip, uh, Smith tickets we're giving away to people who come and register there. And we all well drinks and house wine are just two dollars. My sister's going to be wasted. Well, this is just this is unheard of. So yeah. glorious. This is eighties pricing. This yeah. is something. It's super fun. It's it's, it's two dollar. You call it. I like it. I like it. And then I just want to say again, Grant. Maybe you have time tonight to watch this for us or get a peek. Yeah. Natalie Grace. Oh, I'll check it out. I, Lily's working tonight. I'm all alone. I'll mm-hmm. check this out. <laughs> it's the woman who was the imposter and pretend she was six years old when she was 90. Yeah. I've heard Jason talking I about this show. I want to see it. Yeah. He's just said it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm all for if it. If you really mm-hmm. want to get a good laugh, well, not, listen I mean, to our podcast first, but go check out the first hour from Tuesday's Jason and Alexis show. Okay. You will get, they, they talked about this and boy, they couldn't stop laughing because of how much fun they were having so the first hour of tuesday's jason and alexis show are you promoting another show I during before, our show i said before the horror. i know i said before listen to us first but that's funny look at you the horror <laughs> the horror the horror yeah well everything has been canceled all outdoor baseball and my pickleball game and it's, boo-hoo. It's very bad out there. Close all your windows. Okay, and... so here's a dilemma. Yeah. Our walking thing ends Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with other markets of Hubbard Radio. Chicago might be there and some mm-hmm. other markets that aren't having this smoke thing where but you can't. But they might have had it last week. Laurie. Go get just. Do you think we get a smoke benefit no. of everyone gets to add 10,000 steps? No. <laughs> I wish I knew. I hope you guys really do get a great prize. Like everybody gets a $100 Visa card that's on oh. the MyTalk team or something. Like, I'm down. Lori keeps, everyone keeps, Lori keeps wanting us to win a prize. I want you guys to have a prize. It's a lot of work. I know one person, it's Angela. Pride. Angela, somebody signed her up without her knowledge. She is a team of one, and she showed me that she's walked eighty five thousand steps. Well, I beat it. I've almost beat her by a hundred thousand, Lori. You've walked one hundred eighty five. I've walked one hundred seventy two thousand. Yeah, you and I had a meeting today where we walked the hallways because we couldn't even sit so, down and talk. Mm-hmm. And she's thirty years younger. Yeah. Well, you're the most athletic person in the building. So. I'm not. Yes, you are. Lori is. Because Lori can balance and she can go down into cross legged style sitting and then get, <laughs> get back up on up. both legs. Oh, uh, we tried tell, to yeah. do it at the cabin this weekend. Um, I kept asking my friends, like, where should I feel it? Like, do I push off from the bottom of my sides, my feet? Where I'm so can't do this. I'm doing it right now. Uh, See, I, you can. I can't do that for the love of God, but I can hit a tennis ball hard. Yeah. I can. I balance. really. You can balance. And I can barely bend over, mm-hmm. but I can hit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I can balance. barely bend over, but I can hit. Yeah. And I can box. Uh-huh. Okay, Charlie Puth. Did you guys read this? Kind of weird not. thing he said today. Mm-mm. The mu- I like him. I could use some new Charlie. I like his music. I do too. He said he loves being naked and sometimes looks at himself in the mirror and says, hey, 
That's kind of a nice butt. Yeah. Good for him. And he says, quote, I'm not captivated by the way I look, but I know that I'm not ugly. Okay, I think a lot of people think that way. I wish I had that confidence. I look oh, at the Oh, come mirror. on, Grant. I know I'm a good-looking guy, but I look at myself and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. I got some. That's a, that, you know, you, you know, it's, I'm you got to be gentle. And you have gentle yourself. kindness is mm-hmm. really, really key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do appreciate looking in the mirror naked and liking what I see, you know. And she always has. <laughs> and I think you always will. I mean, well, I don't know. I, I mean, think so. That's a good thing to have. It's yeah, positive. I guess. You work out, Lori. You should. Yeah. I mean, you should. I and work I out, but I don't have the same had, benefits. I never had big boobs, so well, nothing you've never had a weight issue or like. And you I don't like to eat. I never had a baby. I do like to eat. I'm starving. Oh God. Well, you don't like to eat real food. Oh, you Julia. eat beans. This is not true. And beans are a real food. I'll have I mean, you but, know. They are. Yeah, yeah I brought up ice cream. That is not food. Plus, it hurts my teeth. And I did something bad. There's a mm. new ice cream. You know, if you try to buy the carb-free ice cream, Halo, H-A-L-O, yeah. you have to let it sit out and kind of melt so the styrofoam-tasting ice cream can get a little creamier. <laughs> There's a new brand that I just bought at Target, and it... Um, is it any good? I liked it a lot better, but it's that carb-free thing. But then you think it's only got 420 calories in the whole pint. So you just eat the whole thing. So I don't know. You might as well eat real ice cream. I'd eat that too, though. I brought your mom a thing of Talente. <laughs> oh, you know, the sea yes. salt caramel because it was on sale. Yes, oh. she loves it. I put it in her freezer. She already she has. has four other she does. things. I hope you twist the top off because that is the hardest top to twist off in the world. I didn't twist it. Yeah. She said she was going to eat the other ones first. She's going to eat them. Look at you. Yeah, it was her birthday, and I hadn't got her anything. I, I got her a puzzle, too, a thousand-piece puzzle with birds Ooh. at uh, Kowalski's. Yes. It was, I don't know if it's going to be I hope I get hard. it next. I hope I was going to say, that's a great Friday night right there. Oh, I love puzzles. Me too. Do you like puzzles, Grant? Oh, God. Too I much. didn't know this about you. Oh, I am. I, I. Do you have a puzzle saver? I a little roll up. Absolutely. I don't like the roll ups. I don't either because they always fall apart. That's no, the one you I have. need to just go get poster board oh, at an art store yes. and then put a lip of like painters tape on it. Okay. Oh, and then it just keeps it. Yes. From buy a bulletin board and yeah. then buy little poster boards and you put a lip around it and then you just slide it under your couch. That's mm-hmm. perfect. That's much better because those roll-up ones. Those roll-ups ones stink. You have to sit there and push them all back together when you're oh, no, rolling. Oh, no, they stink. Yeah. You guys might as well be talking about crochet. I know. Right <laughs> you don't. I, mean, I, I, got, I got nothing. I don't know if you've I ever sat nothing. down and done a puzzle. I absolutely loathe the puzzles. She's a she's an ironer. I've done it with you, yeah. You give have. me an iron. <laughs> give me an iron and a good procedure. I don't know if I can That's figure out. That's my time waster. What needs pressing around here? Pillowcases? I got them. My stomach. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be at the Gay Nines tomorrow. Hope some of you can make it out. Have a great night. Thanks, Grant. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.